recorded live from Stockton, California. This is Jammin' with the Best. Hello, hello. What's up, dude? Um, just hanging out. We got a world champ in the building. Yeah, five time. Uh, yes, yeah. we got we got Paige Pierce and Nate Perkins. Yeah, dude, thank you both for coming. Yeah, no problem. It's fun to finally check the shop out. True. Yeah, this is your first time yeah. here. Yeah. Nate came. We were just talking about this. Nate came right before the New Year's Classic in Oakland. Yeah, it's good um, to be back, man. Yeah, it's it's good to be here. I I'm still upset, and I think it's only a fraction of how upset you guys are about hearing the news that that 2020 Worlds is canceled. It's a little bit surreal as with a million other things that are going on right now in the world it's kind of hard to process but i'm frustrated yeah yeah what do you think like what do you, what are your thoughts right now Paige? i just like i figured it was a possibility but like to hear that it's already done and decided by june 1st is crazy like, yeah if i would have heard that news in september i would have been like okay I get it, but like, it's just barely getting into the summer. It's mm -hmm. not even summer yet, and this decision's already made. It's crazy. Yeah, we're not even halfway through the year, and to say that a tournament can't happen in mid to late October and is the, a a tough pill to swallow. And the worst part is they didn't even like give a reason. True, like, they didn't. They just say the world is canceled. They didn't have like, hey, this is why we canceled it. These are the reasons. Mm -hmm. And there might be some very valid ones. Yeah. We've been brainstorming it for like an hour now. And the best one is the the flights, international, international travel. travel. That's and the that's the best excuse. I can yeah, I can totally understand that. Everything else, like the planning, the finances, it seems like you can make it all happen. The location, I'm sure there's a dozen cities and clubs that are capable of hosting it that would love to have it. And yeah. I feel like this is the one tournament that still should be able to happen. There's a lot that are going to happen. The Pro Tour just this week released their schedule on how they're going to run the rest of the season. And then at the end of the week, start of the next week, PDGA says that they're going to cancel, you know, what is the the top event. No offense to USDGC, but I think the event that means the most as far as furthering your career. Yeah. I mean, I think so too. Winning Worlds is, means a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely our premier event and it is really hard to take that news in that they decided to make the call to cancel it. I'm, as you guys brought up already, they didn't offer a reason. And I don't think that it's obvious to everybody that we can't just chalk it up to, oh, it's COVID. You know, like other sports are opening up, right? Yeah. Like we're still playing basketball. Like there's still going to be playoffs. They just started the golf tour. So look at our like sister sport in the PGA. I think they're yeah, still they gonna doing? host, you know, the Open Championship at Harding Park in San Francisco, right? Well, the yeah, the Opens in Europe, right? Oh, in and Europe, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The U.S. Open yeah. at Harding Park. I think they're still gonna host that, and that that comes with the same issues of international travel. Obviously, mm -hmm. they have a different budget, like, budget, but yeah, I don't know, I. Uh, my mind's been running for the last hour on how can we still make this happen. I have a lot of respect for the PDGA and some of the decisions they made. I wouldn't have made whatever. I now am figuring out how can we run this without them. Just non-sanctioned. Yeah. Have a disc golf world championships 2020. Yeah, yeah it's just it's all it's all about the players. It's right? better I mean, than if the you got 
if you got if you got Paul, if you got Rick, mm-hmm. if you got Eagle, Simon, if you got Paige. Even if one or two of them don't show up, mm-hmm. that's okay. Like, it's still better than whatever is the 2012 world. 2012. That nice. made no sense. 2012. <laughs> that's a long uh, postponement. 2012 <laughs> USDGC. Is that what it was? When the... Oh, it's I still think you better, were there, Paige. It's the still better than that. 2012 or 2011? Which one was it that was the like the performance? Points. I it believe was, it was 2011. 11, yeah. yeah. Didn't you win? I did win. Yeah. yeah. Was it Was it like an XM? It was a, they did like a great handicap thing. Yeah. And like some am like also like shared of the win. It was weird. Like you look it up in the thing and there's an app, there's like nothing there. And then you look up the article and it talks about Paige and then some other random. Yeah. I forget yeah. the name. Random right now, human. But I know we looked it up mm-hmm. and like even Les White did a stamp for USDGC like two years ago, maybe. And it had all the names of the, the players that had won mixed into like a, a bird <laughs> that was going to go on the rock stamp. And they omitted that year. Yeah. Just because it was like a, a black eye on the history of, of the tournament, I guess, because of the way that they did it. Yep. So let's yeah, run our own world. Strange one. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be worse than that, right? I mean, I guess canceling it. I mean, it canceling just none entirely. Yeah. So yeah. Which is worse. Like, but if we have our own. Well, I don't understand how the PDGA takes so much uh, control when, like, the World Championships this year was going to be hosted in Utah, mm-hmm. just north of Salt Lake City. And the host... Um, the tournament director, Jade, he and his team did everything. Like the PDGA isn't raising the money to host the event. Mm -hmm. This individual and his team is, and they have the courses, they have the money. Utah wasn't shut down. It just, I don't understand how they can just like say, no, we're not going to have it when it's not their resources i mean they're they're putting some of their resources toward it but yeah it's not their man hours they didn't i think they put a lot in but it's i think it's it's to your point it's way more on the local groups that are running it and those event coordinators and i think it would be easier to take in if there was reasons why yeah and i'm sure that there were reasons why like i think that there was a lot of discussion that went in internally with the pdga on why they made this and then the information that we were given aaron was that it was a putt that rolled away yeah they said 2020 is a putt that rolled away that was their on twitter that was their explanation that is crazy i wonder if it has anything to do with like health insurance right because that's the reason like we're paying them sanctioning fees Mm -hmm. to start with is like for for insurance and like with this being such a pandemic, they just don't want to have their name associated with it. The liability is yeah, very possible. Sick yeah. and someone dying. But say that. Dying. Exactly. Just so say that. Yeah. We're left here Let guessing. Mm-hmm. Is there a way, like, how can we rally people to ask that question? Like, social how can media. we just like, social come media. together, ask the same question? Twitter, and say, Facebook, hey, you, Instagram. You kind of owe us some answers. Like, you, you, you're letting a lot of people people down without explaining i think if the big names like you guys specifically like go on social i already posted m- about it yeah like legit, <laughs> oh, i think I, I think it's yeah. what it what is say? i just tagged the pdj and just said like i don't remember i asked I them directly it. on twitter on under otb's account like what are the reasons behind mm-hmm. this like this should be the biggest tournament in the world every year like 
what are the reasons behind this? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like they obviously have them. And I think you, you need to roll out why instead of just coming out with, you know, a couple witty lines on social media. I think that's a, that's a good follow up. If you had already explained, you know, why, why it is, this is the, the age of, of information like crazy yeah. and everybody wants it. Everybody wants it immediately. And you have to be prepped for that. I don't that's know. Point. It's, yeah. It's a really mm-hmm. good point. You, you can't expect to just like throw out an analogy about a roll away. Yeah. That's pretty And lame. just saying the whole year, the whole year is just a roll away. Yeah. Like, really? The whole year. I mean, it's just Spring, not the first event. But Jeff Spring with the Pro Tour is still running 11 events. Yep. As he planned. Yep. Yeah. He changed a couple, two locations. Leadership and matters, one man. One got called off one round early, but all 11 are still happening. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And e- even if it doesn't, if it says a lot about the PDGA, but what it also, it, it tells us that where their priorities lie, mm-hmm. that they're, it, there's, that it's it's so easily that this is the first thing that gets canceled is these pro events like they're still sanctioning tournaments all over the country mm-hmm. but they're they're just not on this pro level event so they're like ah oh, this isn't a priority for us obviously and you know that is the only priority for for the pro tour and they're definitely not seeing eye to eye on what's good for the overall growth of the sport which is what we should all be trying to figure out not well, certainly not what how they to need like to be focusing on make our own money and, mm-hmm. and 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 take care of our own people like for forget if the pdj goes bankrupt or or whatever like we, we're trying to put everything toward growth we have a hundred thousand hundred and thirty thousand yeah i think it's probably like, hundred and thirty thousand that's not even active 60 that's 70 not, active yeah, yeah 60 like, or 70 active i think there's like 10 times that amount that play lacrosse like yeah. we need to get this sport into schools across the country and we need to have a pro level that people can look at and be entertained by and be inspired by like it's it's a clear picture there's clear it's other sports have done it it's not like we're treading Mm -hmm. new water here like we need to get people involved that know how to get us on espn that know how to to get us on mainstream media and the people that are involved right now that's not their priority I think that they're tripping. They can barely run the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's part of the issue. They can barely run the internet. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of old school thought going on. And yeah. I mean, the the fact that there's still a weekly mag or a monthly magazine in the PDGA is kind of weird to me. The snail mail one? Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's really weird. Like, that's, that's like their basic premise. Like, hey, sign up for PDGA and you get this magazine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. Like nobody reads magazines anymore. You just go online yeah. and read everything. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Like, they just—it's so old school, and they need yep. to just update everything about the way they do things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to rag on them too much, but yeah, well, well they mean, let us we, down, dude. They let us they all did. down, man. I mean, as fans, players, like I can't—I can't imagine. You know, uh, as a player, I'm hurt for sure, but as a fan, I'm hurt just as much because I want to see where everyone's at that's why there's these that's why the these events carry so much weight yeah you know we all want to see how everyone rallies for 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 the major for the world title you know and i can't imagine what it what it's like to players who actually have stake in the title what it means to a player like page like you page where i mean you have five titles but like you're as hungry as anyone out there and for them to just, it's, 
it's like a loss almost. Totally. It's like they a loss. It's like a NCs. loss. It's like you lost the tournament because you're not a six time. And I knew you yeah. were going to be a six time. I know that you're going to be a six time. Like it's, yeah, it should have been this year. It's just can't imagine a player or at that least has like, stake. Yeah. It's, just a chance, crazy. a chance, yeah, at a chance at it. You know, all we want is a chance. Like mm -hmm. that's why we keep signing up for these tournaments, and like that's just another thing. Like we're signing up for these tournaments so far ahead of time because we're so invested, and it's just like, like you said, they just let us down. Like they clearly don't value it as much as as we do. And like for me personally, I get so many messages, especially since corona started about like hey i just started this sport and this is so cool i love this sport but now when everyone's like starving for like media mm -hmm. now all of our biggest tournaments are being canceled yeah no and sense. it's like this was our time to to break across that barrier agreed this is the time where all the pro sports are scrambling right now to be the first yeah there's a reason why NHL came out the other day and said it like even the sports like NBA that aren't sure and MLB, they're working towards it, though. Mm -hmm. None of them have given up. Like, yeah, UFC went to Florida. Yeah, and fought, dude, and ML, it was amazing. So in, in the MLB, the players and the owners are so far apart and they haven't even come close to canceling yet. They're yeah. like, no, we still need to do this. Like, yeah. at yeah, all costs. Yeah, at all costs. Let's put all the money toward yeah. it because we need mm -hmm. people to. I mean, it people, the whole, the, everything is changing right now. Like we all know that every, the whole structure of the way that we even socialize is all changing yeah. now. Like, and when yeah. it settles back down, you're exactly right. Sports want to be the first. And it's sad that, that, that we don't, we, it's just, we don't see that. This we don't niche. jump on that opportunity yeah. to get the million views that we need. Yeah. This niche sport, like right now, if we had turned, like, I'm not even saying that tournaments need to happen right now, but right now, if we had tournaments on air, you don't think ESPN would air that? I don't think they would. I think to, they to that exact point. I don't I think, think they, they would have a maybe not air the whole tournament, but they would have a much higher chance of airing it on the highlights on Sports Center. They're sure shit more likely like, to do way it now because more they're starving likely. for content. It. But like, it, did you see it, that sidearm that made it? Yeah, see, number two. Yeah, they're like legit. Mm -hmm. I, I sidearm mace. Nice. I think that there is definitely like a a vacuum right now where there are zero sports. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Dude, what would the other day we, so we interviewed a sports gambling expert the other mm -hmm. day. He runs oh, a bunch really? of websites, uh, Dustin wow. Galker. Mm -hmm. He plays a little bit of disc golf, but he just was mentioned in our Twitter. Yes. Yeah, so we had him on. He said the biggest gambling thing in the world right now is people are gambling on table tennis. Yeah. No way. Wow. Yeah. That's people are crazy. starved playing. for People are starved for things. Wow. I haven't thought Ping about Pong's that. Ping pong's pretty fun. It, it is. is. Gambling it's is a totally lot of fun. a good it's indicator. So yeah, an indicator of mm -hmm. things like you can like look like I, that's how I found out Trump was going to be the president. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, he's leading the mm -hmm. gambling he's websites. Still leading. Like, yeah. is, is he still leading? Easy. Twenty twenty. I think it's, I think it's because right it's him versus the field, and he's the incumbent. So like, it's just he's going to be leading. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy though. Table tennis, huh? Yeah. So, dude, that interview's great. You should listen to it. It's um we're get a yeah the guy's it. smart. To check that Are you out. gonna get that sour out? Yeah. Oh we'll yeah. Do that. I'll it's go grab call. it. Johnny, it's in the fridge. Have you it's guys a, played? It's a the big brewery. Bottle. The big bottle on the bottom. The brewery. It's all. It's almost all the way there. Nice. I didn't hear back from the, those people about the batteries. We need to look into that. What do you need? We need like a big lithium battery for, for, 
her auxiliary setup basically so it's like off off grid you know we don't have to be plugged in yeah like she we installed some solar and uh the auxiliary batteries are connected to this alternator so that it charges when you drive yeah, yeah. you know and but her batteries are pretty small so and and they've been used for two years so it's time to like upgrade to like a bigger bank so that we can not worry about running a toaster and mm-hmm. <laughs> running dude a toasters ninja. take a lot of damn Toaster energy ovens. toasters take a lot they don't mm-hmm. get enough cred <laughs> they do, they do <laughs> work, man. The toaster oven. <laughs> they do work. We see you and we appreciate you. You're the real man. What's that movie? What does the toaster oven like come to life? The Brave little toaster. Yeah, that's my dude. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a movie or a book? Uh, it's definitely a movie. It might be a book. Right, I know. We were just talking about Thomas the Train yesterday. <laughs> oh, dude, the little Mark. engine that freaking could. Yeah, man. yeah, right? for sure. We were hey. having an argument if he was the little engine that could or not. Oh, he could and he did. Yeah. Let the record show. Mark's <laughs> little kid was in here one day, naming off all the Thomas the Train yeah. characters, just oh, sitting here like wow. in in order, like over and over and over and over again. Yep. Like I don't know how old he is. Two, three. Yeah, probably three now. Three now, and he's just like. Thomas, blah. I don't know all the names. But I think like, Thomas just, made a big comeback. So yeah. I don't have kids, so I don't, I don't have exactly know. But I think Thomas Thomas came back strong. Yeah, he could, nice. he did, and he's going to do it again. You watch out we for need that a guy. Children's disc golf book, like where they're playing disc golf. Ooh, we could do yeah. that. Yeah, that's this, a good idea. I can't do it, but someone we know might be able to do it. Paige, did, did anyone read the the Scott Stokely book? I nope. have not. yet. We had him on, and he gave us a really good sales pitch. Now, when I, no, hold on. It wasn't a really good sales pitch, but it was a sales pitch. He's trying to sell you something? <laughs> his book. book. Oh, okay. He's trying oh, to sell us his book, and nice. that's all he did was try to sell us his book. That's funny. Yeah. He told us to ask him all the hard... I'm going to say this on air right now. He told us to ask him all the hard questions, and as soon as I asked him any hard question, he bailed. Every, like, he didn't, didn't approach it? No. That's interesting. I asked him, like, who is the worst player to play with? Ah, I like playing with everybody. They, you know, he, t- he took the PC answer, and I can't necessarily blame him for that. But he asked But he us- did lead in with, like, right before, you know, we, we chat with everybody that we do the phone calls with before. He's like, ask me all the hard questions. We're like, cool, we're ready. Nice. <laughs> he didn't Sorry. want him. He's a really nice guy, though. Yeah, he is He's nice. a really nice guy. Dude, he's and done he, so he does much. so much good yeah. things for the sport. I had no idea, really. I didn't read the book yet, but he was, I just read a little bit about what he was talking about in it and mm-hmm. i didn't realize that he was like full in yeah full in just a, didn't get the title really yeah yeah it's a perfect name too growing up disc golf because they mm-hmm. definitely like grew up at the same time yeah the infancy of the sport matched right with you know his his years where he was growing up in in socal and lived right next to oak grove the first mm-hmm. course that was put in and so he definitely did grow with the sport. Once the sport started getting, you know, major events and everybody was playing it, that's right when he was ready to play the major events. Mm-hmm. So it oh. is a it is a really interesting story. Did you play with him, Paige? I like, actually did- played a doubles round against him at like a at Jeffron Jeffron Knoll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went to his house, and or his like buddy's house that has this like in Wisconsin. Yeah, eighteen hole course in his backyard. And I played against Scott and his partner. I think, actually, I think he was partners with Jeff Ron. Yeah, I got to see him throw some sweet shots, but that was maybe only four years ago. So I didn't get to see him like throw in his prime, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. still, even four years ago, he was slinging some sidearms. One of the first like forehand throwers, too. Yeah. 
I think that's one of his so big important. claims to fame. And besides mm-hmm. being an didn't, incredible teacher, didn't he have the world distance record with a four? And it was he threw it with a forehand. That's quite possible. I or, don't know about the or, forehand part, but he definitely had a distance title for a while with the I'm, cyclone. And I'm pretty sure he yeah. threw it a forehand. I'm like 90% sure he threw a forehand. I think whether, yeah, I think he, he had it probably for forehand and backhand, whether he took the overall, overall with the forehand, forehand, I don't remember. But I don't remember either. And I do remember reading something about that. Stud. Chris Alto might disagree with that. Oh, yeah. Dude, so that was crazy. Oh, I, that was the whole, the whole Chris Alto thing with us was the same time I... We decided to make the the greatest of all time bracket last, oh, yeah. last year, March Madness. Nice. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a 64 man bracket. Yeah, and great a, idea. A Run sh- with it. Shitstorm came up from it yeah. on accident. PJ Women's, yeah. PJ Women's yeah. came out and said, "Where are all the women on this?" And I'm what? like, "Ah." Which we had already planned to. Yeah, do we were had, we were coming a women's bracket later. It's not the same sport. No, it's and, a different. And, it's the women's disc golf, but we didn't label it men's. Golf. We didn't label it men's, and so that was that yeah, was that an was error, on, error on our part, okay, and we admitted okay. it. But we got a lot of a lot of shit. Tough yeah. times these days, dude. Dude, but Tough also times like if you're not both, like if it's like you're not saying you're pro black, like you're all of a sudden anti black, like that's yeah. that's some weird stuff going on. Like I don't know it about is. all that. There's a lot like, of weird stuff just everywhere. Just because you don't say that you're pro women doesn't mean that you're not doesn't mean that you're against it. Like I understand the argument though, like because. We definitely labeled the women's bracket women's goat. Shouldn't you label the men's bracket men's goat at the same time? Yeah, and that's and that's, that's a valid point. And we're fair. like we messed up on that. Yeah. Like they do mm-hmm. that every time at every tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. say, and it sucks. And I understand the why. Portland Open champion. Yeah, and then they say the women's division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like champion. it's a qualifier. Well, yeah. isn't qualifier. there something to be said about that though? That doesn't necessarily mean that it's you're against the women, but that the the men can't play in the women's division, but the uh-huh. women can play in the men's division, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if you played in the Portland Open in the open division and you won, but they don't say your open division champion. True. They just, they say, the just champion. say the champion. champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They don't I, say the open. You. And I think it's that it's those qualifying statements. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar to when someone's difference. Like this is completely different and probably irrelevant, but someone someone said on my one of my posts I made recently, which I got a lot of flack for on the internet. Someone said, yes, black lives matter, but all lives matter. I'm like, you shouldn't qualify the first part. It's black lives matter. You don't need to qualify it after that. Like, yeah. obviously, all lives matter if you're saying black lives matter. Yeah. It's the same thing. You you shouldn't have to qualify these statements. Yeah. You should say the women's open, the men's open, not mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's Another, a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, the all lives matter thing is Yeah, not, it's just don't make qualifying statements. Yes, yeah. everyone understands that. No one's trying to deny that. Yeah. Not trying to swing it back the other direction mm-hmm. where yeah. white people matter less. And it's the same thing with this. Like, we should say men's open or open, the, mm-hmm. the Portland Open champion. And we should say the. Well, that's a tough one, though, because it's the called Portland the Portland Open. open. The but, Portland Open yeah, MPO. Yeah, this is the, the MPO open champion. champion. Yeah. The MPO champion. The FPO yeah. champion. Well, it's weird that they call it MPO, too. That's like assuming. Mixed Pro Open. Who's going to sign up for it? Does it is sound, it mixed? I think it's Mixed Pro All Open. All right, I thought it was men's. That's on me. I think that's what it stands for. Yeah. Why do they have to start with the same letter, man? Confusing simple minds like me. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. There is. To me, like going back to still the the no 2020 worlds, it has to feel like, Paige, it has to feel like LeBron 
where he might not have a chance to compete for a title. And he's old. It's a little <laughs> different. It is, but like in so LeBron's maybe a little past it, but like in the prime of your career and getting stripped of a chance. Yeah. I it think, frustrates the hell yeah, out of me and I'm not sure. even competing. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just Yeah, how do you feel about that? It's still so fresh too. Yeah, this is I prime. mean, yeah, a lot of my favorite NTs went, or, you know, big events went away when they took the NTs away. Yeah. And then next thing you knew, U.S. Women's was canceled. And I was like, you know, that's that's a huge bummer because mm-hmm. then European Open got canceled. And so now we're left with one major for the women for the rest of the year because USDGC is still in, tentatively in. But, yeah, so we're down to one major and then today after after the announcement about worlds now we don't even have a major championship at all for the women and it's like it just it seems like it's not real yeah this really does like how can you give up so easily there's so many people that would be willing to host a world championship Mm -hmm. no matter what like it could be in December in freaking Baja, California, or Here. let's go to Australia. Who cares? <laughs> yep. Like, let's go to the Southern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the top 50 men and the top 50 women go. Yeah. And, you know, it, that'll show you how much it means, too. Like, and maybe flights aren't open by then, but at least have it tentative, tentative 2020 world title. Yeah. Don't just completely cut it out in June. That's the biggest it's thing to me is, is well, I guess, two things is, is one that they're canceling it so early and it's like, you know, hardline canceled so early. And I don't know. It just it frustrates the hell out of me. Who's our contact up there? Yeah. That our guys? Are we going to get an explanation from them? Yeah. And that they gave no reasons. I knew I had a second one. Yeah. They gave no reasons. <laughs> like Where'd I got go, two Danny? things. One, it's those this, vitamins. and then two. I'm mad about it. No, but that they didn't give any reasons. Like I'm sure that anyone listening to this from the PDGA, if anyone ever listens to it, <laughs> is going to go, why? You know, they're they're not they're not hitting on all these reasons why we didn't do it. Yeah, well, we don't know them. Yeah, we don't know them. We don't know these reasons. Yeah, you should have wrote that in the caption instead of making a joke of it. And like, yeah, you know, a roll away. A big, like really, do mind. both. If you're only going to do one, don't do, do the joke. Yeah. Why? Why only give a joke and then be like, and we thank everyone else afterwards. Because that's what they did. They said a joke. Then they thanked the people that tried. And then I think the people that tried again. Compare three that tweets. to like an announcement from another sport where they have a full-on press conference yeah. and they open to the public all the questions and they try to answer yeah. everything that they can for them and they try to you know, make peace with their fans and mm-hmm. stuff. Like this is, this, is, this is not good for the organization. No. And with that too, what you're saying about how, the pre- how they have the press conferences and they – they go so far into it where they take notes on answers that they think the fans might ask. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if the PDJ would put themselves in the heads of mm-hmm. fans and anyone that could have a question, they could have found a solution. You know, if there's they, so many possible solutions out there, I feel like. And just like, I can't help but think like part of it is just laziness. It is. It's it's complete laziness. Do you think and the priorities? It's the it's the, yeah. it's the priority. It's it's because it, our sport is so young and so small still that an event is only what we make it out to be. It's it's not like we need all these pieces to fall into place for us to play disc golf. Like especially with no we fans, just show up, mm-hmm. dude. We just, just show up. We play. We have like 
10 cameras total at the whole And no one's system. expecting fans, which it's is part not, of the hardest thing is yeah, to like, accommodate fans. Nobody's it's, expecting fans in happening. these times. We just show up. We play disc golf. We write down the numbers. We have a champion. And then there's a little bit out. of money. You give them yeah. a little bit of money. Not a lot of money. A little bit. And, Dude, it's and, no and money. it's life-changing because no it's money. inspiring people and changing people's lives. Yeah. I started playing because I watched the 2014 World Championship, and I was like, this is legit. This is as good as it gets for sports. I want to play for the rest of my life. And other people, too, they're inspired. And it, it, it's, <laughs> it's not like it's an NFL game where we have to get referees and we have to like, we got to get security and we have Zero all these course, things. Court marshals. Yeah. Like. We have nothing. There's, there's actually sometimes it's a joke when you show up to a I tournament agree. and you realize <laughs> how there's no one controlling anybody. People Players can just call each bully, other on rules. Yeah. People make, yeah, exactly. People bully their way into strokes. People, yep. I mean, we are the officials. We don't even need marshals at courses. It's weird. We don't. It is. We we already the people that film, they they are they are only disc golf. The people yeah. that film, they, that's all they do is play disc golf. That's where they want to be. It's not like you have to like pull someone's arm to hire Jomez or Central Coast to come film the world. It's yep. like They'd you just there say where it is. And they're there. We have all the money. We could probably raise it in two days' time. Yeah, we could raise we money could, easy. We could rally. And 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 if you get the players there, that's what makes it legitimate. So I think so. I just I just can't. That's why I'm not giving up. I think that's where we're at. Such mm -hmm. a different point of view with the PDJ is that they don't think that the players make disc golf grow, and this that's is, that was proven in that in that summit that we went to. They don't care about this, the players. Tell us about that, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to the summit. Um, we really just wanted to support uh, or. We wanted to uh, be a presence for the players, but also to just get an idea of what happens at these mm -hmm. things, what happens at the summit. We had one issue that we wanted to bring up about a disciplinary issue and the way that it was handled and how we could uh, improve that process because the process wasn't very transparent. Thorough. Yeah, thorough. it wasn't very thorough. Say. It wasn't very thorough. Who was that? Can you say? Um. You don't have to. Oh, yeah, we yeah, should. That's fine. Yeah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't say. But um, it air. was. It was a. Uh, it, was, it was just one simple issue, and the <laughs> there was. I mean, Paige and I are both passionate, so we're sitting there and they're talking about issues, and they would they would bring something up, and then you know someone would raise their hand and they would speak and they would talk for five minutes, and and then <laughs> the way that they just like the way that they transferred information and the way that they agreed with people and who had power and stuff and the whole dynamic of it, like was, I just was blown away from it. I was blown away that that's how decisions are made mm. and um, the lack of, uh, of, of data involved in their decision-making. They're making decisions off who said this and who said this. And we, we just don't live in that age anymore. We live yeah. in an age where we can ask 10,000 people what the proper thing to do. And we're going to have legitimate answers from people because we pull data and we get good information. And so we're mm -hmm. sitting there hearing them make, make rules about our T pads moving forward. And we're like, are you kidding me right now? Like, this is unbelievable. This can't be the rule. We can't have two different surfaces when we tee, you know? A simple thing like mm. let's have one surface but they couldn't pass that rule 
because they had so-and-so saying this and so-and-so saying this. And it's like, people are just like not relevant anymore in my opinion you know it's it's these individuals were holding back progress so they were bringing up these issues and we got it was just heated and it was emotional you know Mm. and we're standing up and we're like no this is not how it is we have all these pros struggling with these issues and these issues and these issues and you guys are talking about this bullshit like it was tough it was was crazy like a big part for me it was that's nate nailed it when he's saying like it was individuals making decisions you know sometimes it would be two individuals that would completely make up an entire rule and they would say well this is an open this is a open forum like anyone could have came here and anyone you know has to be at a specific place. Yeah, you place. just have to come here and you just have to tell us. But then they wouldn't post the address. We had to make like 10 phone calls oh to figure goodness. out where this place was. Oh, and they called just... it an open uh, open for the public, yeah. whatever. PJ, but get your shit together. It's it just like, and then they tell you like what hours you should come. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the open goodness. question and whatever is from nine to one. But really when they're making those big decisions are like, earlier or later than that so they don't want you there they want to just make the decision and it's just like maybe that is the right decision but it just seems like you should at least get the general consensus of of Mm -hmm. the sport like we're saying there's hundreds of thousands of people that play disc golf and and we're closing it out to this to this like conference room at a hotel 25 where they're where people started playing in the eighties and nineties where yeah. it was a completely different game. Yeah. I mean, Nate, Nate Heinold, um, convinced the entire crew then and there to make the rule about the 900 and rated player. I forget the exact, you remember that that was this year. They made the rule where you can't sign up for a major oh, if you're major under if you're a certain 900. Rating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he just himself, he, he got all this information, he presented it to them and then boom, the rule's done. 10 minutes that's later. all it took that's all it took that's so weird to affect hundreds of people you know to affect all these people and i don't disagree with not, the rule. i don't disagree with the rule either but the fact that it, that's the process and and there's they they were just talking about issues that were so irrelevant you know and and maybe it's obvious just to me and 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 Paige because we're we're up in it and we see it and we see that the issues weren't what they were talking about you know they're talking they're they're doing they're going in circles they're like all right this is how many people we have we need to we need to take care of our ams we need to make sure they're good we need to do all these things for the ams and it's like no we need more people Mm -hmm. like we need more outreach like we we need a professional looking event on the on the happening Mm -hmm. on the top scale so that when people youtube it and stuff that they don't see like you know two different surfaces and yeah. baskets that don't catch and just like you know um this bouncing off water towers and baseball yeah. fences that's and weird stuff man. like that like we we don't need to see that we need we need some sort of like uh a professional presentation yeah. of our events and and that's something that um that our that our new tour director jeff spring has been all all about and and you know we're good friends with him and seeing his process and seeing like him go to a new course and go whoa you know we have erosion here we can't have that on camera like he's like tripping out about this erosion and i'm like whoa i never even thought about that he's like that's horrible that's not good because if we scale it we scale the tournament up to millions of people we're gonna have yeah. um we're gonna have 
environmental engineers in there that are going, yo, that's erosion. Like you're destroying this area. That oak's going to die. Like you're messing things up. Like this isn't professional. Like you don't see that on a golf course. You don't see like all this, all this, all the stuff that you get with disc golf, you know, like all the, all the stuff that still is because we're, Mm -hmm. we're a bunch of hippies that throw Frisbees, you know, we need to, to have a professional appearance and just not really understanding that, direction jeff's great and that that foresight is is incredible for him to be able to see that i'm i'm stoked that he's taken the reins on the pro tour i think he's a great face and a great mind to have leading that you can see what he's done with you know with the partnership with smugs up there yeah i'm uh, yeah he's 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 on it dude that guy's on it yeah and look the pro tour is still running with 11 events yeah (laughs) it wasn't it happened quick too because he understands he's he's you know it doesn't take much it's it's of course it's a lot of work i'm not saying that it's not a lot of work hours for him he's nonstop. their whole team is nonstop, and the people that run the events they put hours in but we have those people yep like we we have a lot of people that would love to run a tournament it's true. We'd we'd be happy to host. Yeah, we. This is like the first thing we said when this happened. Like, yeah. how can we run worlds? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if we well, you, you could do it. How can we you, help you run worlds? I mean, I, I, I stand by. We should just call Macbeth on right now. We should. Still we can call hook Macbeth him up to the phone say, right here. Where yeah. can we play? His course. His yeah. course. Why let's not? play at his <laughs> course. Like, Ricky, he, let's do it. I was surprised with Ricky's post that he Same. supported and understood. Mm-hmm. The decision. Ricky just being how do you nice, under- though. But how yeah. do you understand something that doesn't? Ha- how do you understand something that doesn't have Reasoning. an explanation? Mm-hmm. COVID, just chalk it up to I COVID, think he's right? Just, he's got his own, you know, he's reasons on why yeah. they and thought. He, dude, in a legit, I don't know about how like Lyme disease and COVID go together. I'm not sure, but like, huh. yeah, you might have to be extra cautious. You might have to be more cautious. Oh, like, so I understand, like legitimate like i've seen a lot of like professional athletes say like i'm not doing this yeah and i'm like yeah it's cool whatever pre-existing conditions and that, yeah. that's very real i uh-huh. think everybody needs to have their own level of comfort about what they do yeah. uh blake snell spoke out um on the mlb thing mm-hmm. saying if you're not paying me more i'm not going to play because i have Dang. pre-existing conditions and, and i, I don't think need everybody to. has that right but don't make yeah. that decision for everybody no agreed right. i think don't it's agreed disallow like the individual to make that decision especially Mm -hmm. in an individual sport it's not like you're playing on a team which then like other things come like it's individual like there's not a lot of moving parts like it's it's very you don't want to play don't come yeah exactly and the tournament is already ready utah didn't even shut down yeah from my understanding that they were they were full go this whole Mm -hmm. time just have it there i know that's where if they want to if they want to let's hit them up and have it there yeah i wonder what the what's the the weather like in that city in like November. Ooh, it might be cold. I feel like it might be a lot November of snow. November's a no go for sure. In, yeah, in here Salt Lake. November probably nice as hell here. Well, I don't even I, care what temperature it is at this point. Like, let's learn. We have time to learn a new skill. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I could definitely use some improvement on throwing while I'm cold. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bring another challenge. Cold. I you know, like, in the I'm morning like, a lot too. I'm like eight ninety five rated at below. Yeah. 40 degrees. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I Remember we played pain. in the snow in Jonesboro? 
Yes. I remember when the, the snow, yeah. dude. The girls, it was literally snowing. I remember watching yeah. the girls round and it was like white on the ground. Uh-huh. And the guys round, it was like snowing a little bit, but it wasn't as white. And I'm like, oh, it was like a different day. It, it was crazy, crazy. I actually got Katrina Allen to continue playing. Like She was going to quit like uh, after the after her drive on hole two. You know who she, else likes to quit? She, <laughs> she was going to stop playing, but she was like legitimately cold. And 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 I, I remember I, I, I like grabbed her and I was like, you're not that cold like you look at you you're bundled up you have gloves on your hands like you have a hat on you're warm you're fine you're just like letting yourself believe it and she was like okay okay nice. and she actually Good played the rest of the round and she was came up later and she was like thanks like almost almost dnf'd <laughs> but and then it was like i think it was 65 and sunny that same yeah. day that's crazy it was yeah. crazy by the time we were on hole like seven or eight my no matter how warm i was and how like eager i was to play or whatever like like you're saying like i told myself okay you're not cold this is crazy this is fun like I, yeah. i've never played in the snow in a tournament you were hyped to I start i was loving we were it. pumped up i was having a like, good time i was like i mean nate I brought me coffee you, right? yeah peter met me on hole six and brought me tea i like had warm drinks and like i felt great it was like so it's an fine adventure. if you have an entourage <laughs> unless it was an slippery. adventure for real and then like hole seven it was just like the waterproofing went out in my shoes. My feet were wet and freezing. Like yeah. I couldn't feel my little toes moving around. It, it got <laughs> crazy. And then, yeah, I changed and ate lunch and opened the van door again to go walk with Nate. And it was like sunny. A different place. It was com- It was so weird. Is that the so coldest? That What's I've the coldest in? you can remember playing a big tournament in? Uh, well, I have, I have like kind of vivid memories of this one tournament. I think it was... It was definitely at Peter Pan Park in Emporia. I don't know if it was called like the Dynamic Disc Open or the Monkey Island Open or something like that, but it was like a C tier, B tier, B tier. And I was leading the tournament and then overnight, severe decrease in temperature. It snowed hard and I got, there was only four of us and I went from (laughs) first to fourth. I got dead last. Like I think I shot like seven, 80 rated golf or something Whoa. like what year do you think <sighs> were you a world champion already i think so yeah i think so i think like maybe 2012 or 13 or 14 one of those 15 i don't That's know what happens <laughs> when you've been a world champ for a decade yeah you're, like, uh, you're just like what year was, was that? i world champ i don't know probably, probably. <laughs> I, I i can't even like like the people like Paige, there's two people in the world right now Dude, or Paige has that, guess, like but. traveled Paige, what year did you start traveling like what year did you did you go? Was the road were you spending more time on the road than you were at home? 2010. 2010. It's, it's 2020. Years. A decade. Yeah. yeah. Dude, ten years ago, I was I've just graduated high school. Like I was like just finding out what the world was. You know, like that's incredible that she's been doing it. Yeah. For that long, like it yeah. blows my mind. Like. It's gonna be crazy. I feel like that's how I'm finding out what the world is. True. You know what I yeah. Mean? Very no, true. for sure. For yeah. sure. I can't make any opinions under like a household, especially mine. My dad is like so, so strongly opinionated and like very honestly, like with what's going on. Like I just want to even talk about it. He's super racist. My dad oh, is wow. yeah. super racist, and like you just hear all that stuff in your house and know how strongly you feel the other way, and mm-hmm. it just like closes me into my room. Like I don't want to be home. Well, that's good for you to be able to make your so own much. your own choices, though, and to have your own opinions and yeah. not be, 
you know, forced into what what the household was. Totally. I but I I like have a a really weird um like internal battle because my brother is 11 years old and like I just hope that he's like a strong enough personality to mm -hmm. make his own decisions mm -hmm. and not let my dad's voice be his voice. Well, and thank God he's got you. Yeah, that's yeah. what's so yeah. powerful right there is exactly what you're talking about. And what Danny, you just said is that the, that for someone to be able to step outside of that for Paige Pierce or for your little brother to have all that impression from the people that he's with every day and still be able to make the decision from other information. Like, yeah. I mean, my family's racist too. You know, we're from the same area. Like it's, it's a part of, it's a part of things like, and of course, not an excuse, but it is more prevalent in that area. It you is. Know, it's just, mm -hmm. it, and their, their, their parents and their grandparents were, were just racist. And to be able to make that step, like more, if more and more of us can, can, can make that difficult leap, that's what's going to change the mindset of the public and stuff. Yeah. So it's okay. a, it's a powerful thing and it starts with the individual, yeah. but it's powerful. And it's, like where else, where are you supposed to get your information mm -hmm. if not from your parents and stuff? You well, know? And certainly that's where it starts early when you're, when you're just learning everything, your, your mm -hmm. formative years very early on. And, you know, fortunately we're growing up in, you know, now the kids growing up have all this access to information from all over the world. Dude, I got friends that like look like their parental figure in life is anonymous. How do you mean? Like the, like the, 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 the group, group. The group. Yeah. Like legitimately. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like they, they don't have anybody else and they're internet kids mm -hmm. and their whole thing is like anonymous is like the most influential and best looking guiding light. Whether, and they do a lot of things correct and they do a lot of things not correct also. What's their involvement with everything going on right now? They yeah. shut down, they did the DDoS attack on Minneapolis PD's website and then release some crazy information about Trump and Epstein. That was their two things they've done so far. They released information about Trump and Epstein. About a court case from 20 or 2004 or something like that hmm. involving one specific young woman. Yeah. That's insane. It's crazy. It's, it's insane. That there's it's so like much public stuff. information. There's public information. And, and you can still just be above it. Like there's, there's so much person. information. You know, it's it's hard for that not to be on the forefront of so many Americans' minds. Especially because yeah. when it came out, like it came out just now, and there's so much going on right now. Yeah. Like yeah. COVID's like a fourth page news. Oh, it's crazy. Like, and that's like the, everyone, it's just out the window for, for, I mean, this is, has to have some effect on the global oh, numbers. For sure. It's for going all up. these people it has to go in up. public and like exchanging blows with Dude, each people, other. Like, like they police, have to be police are using tear gas and pepper spray during a pandemic that affects your respiratory system. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. I, I just, I don't even under, I don't, I don't grasp like why the police are there. I don't either. To begin with, like, are they there for the people that are stealing? Like, the best, why are they that's there the answer. in like numbers and lines? I don't. I think that's get the that answer. I think that's thing. the answer. Is protests will turn violent? Is their thing? Yeah, I think the thought is is that there needs to be a presence there in order to make sure that stuff doesn't go crazy violent. When well, most time, in it actuality, it. it it happens to be you know the, the opposite. 
that those authoritarian, you know, power figures end up being there and and doing more harm than good in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. And I say that with a healthy respect for for a the lot best. of the really good officers that are out there, and there are a lot of yes. them. But there's there's so much, you know, just like, bad that has happened. The best police forces are the ones that have sent people to the front lines and either walked with protesters or knelt with them, knelt with them, yeah, that's crazy done things see. like that. So much respect there's, for that. There's like also been a handful shivers. of them that did that and then tear gas them later. Well, so it's like that's crazy. Take a grain of salt, but like they're like Flint, Michigan's Santa Cruz kneeling like, with them. The kneeling with yeah, Santa Cruz, big, Flint, Michigan big. showed up with riot gear, took it all off, and asked the protester, "What do you want us to do?" They started chanting, "Walk with us." The whole police department walk with them. Yeah, that's so that's powerful. Awesome. That's what dude. needs to happen. Like that's, that's awesome. great. Yeah. That seriously sends shivers down, mm-hmm. down my spine. That's yeah. very powerful. I think I I feel like if if they're looting, like just let them loot. Like yeah. just let them steal everything. We like, talked. I, I don't understand why it has to be you get a rubber bullet in the eye if you're if you're stealing something or if you're like, taking just pictures of people stealing off. things. You don't need to st- unless there's like they're they're murdering people in the streets and stuff like. Why? Why do you get the right to like physically abuse and why? Why do you get the right because they're doing some one thing that's illegal? I don't. I don't understand. That. I mean, we. I definitely to- disagree with with the with the stealing and the and the fires though. Yeah. Totally, so, I'm with you like, there. I don't think there's like a right side and a wrong side. Or I'm sorry, I don't think there's even like two sides. I think it's just like just stop. Just stop doing stupid shit and stop yeah. breaking things. No violence on either side. Like, what are we doing? Let's I think just the, the counter argument to that is the message isn't heard. Yeah, and I think with a peaceful. I don't. That's I don't believe that though. Yeah. See, I, don't I do believe, believe that. that. I do. Me personally, I mean, people that knelt during a damn song were called sons of bitches, and now people on like, the Colin Kaepernick thing. All of them. Yeah, Colin about? Kaepernick. But okay. it's, not, it's more people than just Colin Kaepernick. But Colin but Kaepernick was the forefront. Mean, yeah. That whole situation. The president called them sons of bitches for kneeling, doing a peaceful protest, like exactly what people want them to do now. Right. That was and his they were, peaceful. Pro- and that was protest. a peaceful protest, and they got mm-hmm. called sons of bitches, and nothing changed. Nothing changed. They and eventually, 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 people's anger is going to come out, and what. Martin Luther King was so against violence at all corners, but he also was a person that said, if you don't understand that rioting is the language of hurt, like rioting is the language of the oppressed, Mm -hmm. like then you're not going to understand why they are even doing it in the first place. Right. I think I relate it to like, we were just talking about this the other day that like Cinco de Mayo isn't even, Nope. something anymore it's just like i'm gonna get tequila and i'm gonna get drunk yep, right yep. and that's kind of what some people are some people are doing right now is that they are like oh people are protesting and instead of getting informed they just are like oh here's our opportunity to take out our aggression sure. you know like you're saying those are oppressed people those aren't the majority like we just no. had a lady walk in here 10 minutes before we started this podcast that said the rioters are coming mm-hmm. and like one word it's mm-hmm. so simple yeah. it's like the n-word or you like, know it's one word and you just change the whole environment you of change the, the tone yeah from like they are protesters and protesters. maybe some of them will riot but that isn't the majority. That's one person. Like mm-hmm. you're, ju- like you're judging people before anything ever happens. Dude, it's the same thing SPD la- did last night. It's like crazy. Stockton had 
almost 100% peaceful protest last night. Some people broke into the Walmart and some people broke into the mall. But it was like a group of 20 people both times. Like, it's 40 people. We had thousands of people marching. Thousands really? of people marching. That's yeah. awesome. Thousands of people. There were like 3,000 people marching last night. That is so in Stockton. Cool. That's crazy. And nothing happened. No like, violence or any? Very little. Like, okay. there was some, but very little. So what happens from that? Like well, so where, as, what laws are supposed to be changing was what I was so, wondering. Like, is there a specific law that there is, is not changing? NAACP because, came out the other day and it had a list of six things that police departments can start with. And it was like a database of people that abuse the law. And then one of the things was like, if you get fired for abusing your privilege as a cop, you can't get hired somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty, pretty reasonable. Dude, dude, right? they're all, like all six of them are like just yeah pretty damn reasonable like yeah. if you you can't really argue with what it says well i feel like we need that needs to be front and center because all you know they have all these videos of protesters writers and everything but there needs to be a little bit more organization for what what are they trying to change because you're mm-hmm. not just going to all of a sudden riot an entire belief uh, out of people no. like there's still going to be racism but yeah. it, we need more strict laws and the media hasn't been reporting on these laws at care. all. Like, it doesn't help they, their they, views. They yeah, to put, we need the the laws so that we can go, okay, these are all changed so that we can show these people that everyone's listening and we're going, we, we want to weed this out of America. The media just doesn't care about change. They, they don't. No, they, they just want to rile you up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not even to their fault, like, at all. It's the this is structure the power structure of capitalism makes you the more money you get, like doesn't matter what you say as long as you get more money, and what gets more money is getting more clicks. What more gets attention. more clicks is more attention. What gets more attention is craziness. Yeah, it's yeah. the same reason why. Um, what's his face? Takashi Six Nine is like the famous famous rapper in the world right now. He's not the best rapper at by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but he knows how to capture people's attention. Same way, same reason why Trump's president. We're gonna have to put some of him on. I I don't even know anything about. Him. I don't awful. think I've ever heard anything from. He's him. awful. His Me rap's either. not great, but he's a got crazy colored hair. He's got a big six nine tattooed on his face. And he he ratted to, out everybody. He went to jail to for say, snitching on his gang. Like his whole thing is draw bring attention to things. Yeah, dude, and it, it works. works. Like he's not dead works. though. Dude, so, know who he is. so listen to this. Listen to this. The the yeah. most the most IG live stream like live streams ever was three hundred thousand. Takashi six nine got out of jail, did the first live stream two million. Yeah, that's crazy. Attention, like, that is crazy. that is the harvesting attention. Like it's what our society is built upon right it's a now. A hell of a yeah. way to do it. I couldn't do it. No, but again, but none of us have heard his songs. Aaron's heard a little bit, but it's not. Yeah. We great. know who he is. Yeah, you know who he is. Yeah, based on you don't have you to know, know his songs. It's wild. It is wild. The world it's we live just, in. Just how it, this culture is. No, it's, it's the crazy. simulation we it live in. It is more and more of a simulation every day. That I was just about to say. Like, Dude, every you day, know what? Like, and I'm okay with like, that. This is actually a movie. Every time, yeah. like this. I'm is like, crazy. we're in Black Mirror, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Black love that show. Episode. That is a great show. I think it's my favorite show ever on TV. What's your favorite episode? Like, what one sticks Snatch. with you? I I spent so many hours on Bandersnatch that See, I can't say. Which one? Which one's Bandersnatch? That's the one where you um choose your own. You pick your own. It was a video I game, found, but you choose your own. You can choose. You have to interact with it. Yes, you have to interact yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I went on Reddit. I went on Reddit and started finding like every avenue you could go down. And then I found this thing from the guy who, the director, I think it is, the director of the episode. And he said, I am i don't even know how to get to all the parts. 
Like there are so many parts. <laughs> he goes, I don't know if anyone will ever see some of them. Yeah. Well, and he didn't even want to release the next season because he no. says it's too crazy it's right too now. Crazy it's too crazy right now. not a good time yeah. to release like this dark, dark show. Wow. Yeah. I freaking no so, love that show. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's a tactic in itself. Is Maybe. Uh, yeah. These guys are so ready for this shit. Yeah, it's too, too dark, it's too dude. <laughs> they could have been talking about like COVID, like some sort of virus, sure. some yeah. sort of like riots and racism. Yeah, and there's well, a whole thing before. Maybe they are now. And then there's this whole thing where like, Half the country seems like they think Bill Gates wants to inject a chip in them. Sure, dude, <laughs> like, I'm, okay. I'm that's insane. People, I'm all right with the chip, dude. My whole thing is you can't <laughs> once it's once it's I'm like right proven chip. safe. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So my whole thing is you willingly carry a chip in your pocket no matter what. Like you do it without like yeah. force. Oh, we do. You yeah. Recording yeah. device. They yeah. know your location. It's they know everything. It's, it's it's they don't need to so crazy. They don't need to put a chip in you. You got one in your pocket. Sweet. It's really crazy. Paige and I were just like talking about we're talking about our fishing adventure that we're going to go on um because portland open was canceled we're supposed to be going up there so we're like oh we have to still go to california yeah. and oregon and yeah. washington like we love these places but Paige was like you know where was what was that river that we fished so and so date last year with that one guy and i'm like man i don't know and i just like went and looked at the picture and then i clicked on the info and it has the date the time the exact location oh within three feet of where the picture was taken i'm like oh yeah. it's right here at this river like i know where we can go fishing like <laughs> yeah. i was just uh, didn't realize it's like crazy. to what extent they're really keeping track Dude, of the data these protests are telling people that if you're like going to protest and you know like things might happen especially if you're reporters don't bring your phone because then they can't say like you were here mm -hmm. we're going to arrest you for protest illegal protesting so they're telling these reporters especially not to bring their nice. phones to places tie my phone onto a stray dog yeah that run it away that way run, mm -hmm. that, run that dog away call it get it back you see the people stealing the police horses no <laughs> they stole no police way, horses dude what are you gonna do with it right the they were riding around the stable did what? you guys just see Nico's the, ho post? the horse like ran over or something oh like, that was like trampled yeah that was the guy on the horse though like yeah i definitely saw that what i saw a lot of things so, so much I, I just going on twitter for like 20 minutes and it was like this person got their eyes shot out these people mm -hmm. got ran over these people got just like they, people dude, were like in a little circle, like watched, huddling together, like holding dude. their arms, and then they come up with the shields. And like, yep. I, I just, I, I don't. Did get, you see the video of the cop that pulled the kid's mask down and pepper sprayed his face? Dude, mm. what? Yes. He was wearing a mask like this close away. I don't understand how that's not just like full on assault, and how that person dude, isn't they're covering charged. their badge number, so you don't know no who way. they are, who they are. Twitter's finding out who they are, though. Oh, Twitter for insane, sure. Dude. Twitter's I doxing no people I had no idea what was right. going on. Like, they're like, do your thing, Twitter. And then, like, five minutes later, you look, and this person's like, hey. Um, this is this hey, guy? Hey, this is this person. Hey, this is his girlfriend. Hey, you should leave your husband. Oh, like, man. Um, he's going to get arrested by the end yeah. of the week. Like, just, like, trashing his wow. whole life, messaging his family, saying, hey, this is him. Look at him. Knock this woman to the ground. Knock yeah. her unconscious. And... It's, I mean, it's warranted because I don't understand where where they get their like power, power trip from. So I don't, I don't get it. Like, they should have less power than the public. I don't understand yeah. if they take a position as a police officer, you shouldn't have the power to hurt someone. Like yep. you should have less power. You should have less power than the public. And if you get hurt, that's because you chose to be the protector of the Agreed. people. Like it, it, you shouldn't be able to uh, just. Um, uh, what is it when you execute. you make the decision you kill someone you are the judge, judge jury, and the jury execution. impunity like you just are doing it all with 
with with the, the person that you are, which is mm -hmm. total bullshit. Like it's, I mean, I, I'm not against police officers. Like I'm, I, I, I think most of them are good, but this power trip thing is obviously a, a big problem. That is, it's a as big of a problem. Like the racism combined with that is mm -hmm. like where we're getting like mm -hmm. the murder and death. And part of it is not even just that the, police obviously have a power issue but then like the ratio where people get arrested like after they kill someone like if you kill a black guy you're probably not going to get arrested where if you kill a white person especially a white girl as a cop you're going to get arrested like every time and it's not the same and i think that's part of the issue like someone said i saw a good tweet and it was like you think these riots are crazy wait until they let the cop off like imagine those riots. It's the same. Mm. It's no different than like all yeah. these other cases. Like, yeah, the, I mean, the, the, the coroner's already trying to say it wasn't, he didn't die due to suffocation. They died due to a heart attack. <laughs> Where do you think the heart attack came from? He couldn't breathe. Yeah. Like oh, they're was, already trying to let the guy off. Watch. Dude. Yeah. That video was, that was awful. A tough one to watch. And no wonder these people are going nuts. Yeah. And especially in that area, like Philando Castile was across the river and, in twins or in st paul because minneapolis and st paul are right next to each other this is like their fourth riot in five years or four protests about police killings in five years none of it seems real and it's just so sad that it is yeah it's crazy it is crazy especially from like our our business is just different like our We're disc so off, uninvolved. it's like people yeah. are just I mean, the demand for discs is still there because people want to get out and play and have a good time and enjoy themselves still. And so, like, especially being on the road, like, Paige, like, it's, like, even coming in and talking with you guys, like, you know so much more of what's going on because you're in one place and, like, you're allocating time to that and stuff. Sure. And, like, mm -hmm. when we're on the move and everything, we're completely detached from what's going yeah. on. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, we, we got back from, speak on that, the coming back from Big Sur. Yeah, we... Yeah, it was crazy. We uh, were in Big Surf for just two nights, I think. Two nights, yeah. And um, it's like my favorite place on the planet. It's yeah. There's no service, which I just love. You know, I think that we all just have this like addiction to technology. And uh, it's nice to not have that choice, you know, mm -hmm. to not have service. And so you find out more about yourself, you know instead of like reaching for this little distraction machine, you're truly figuring out like what you like to do as a human. Yep. And I think that's something beautiful that Corona has given us all as humans is just time to get to know ourselves more. And, and so we're just like having a great couple days in Big Sur. And the second Nate says like, oh, I got LTE. And <laughs> <laughs> just like that too. Pretty, yeah, pretty, that sounded like pretty that's a really good name. Um, <laughs> we got LTE and then um, I was driving and Alyssa was in the passenger seat and I'm just like, we're still in Big Sur, but now we have service. Yeah. And so I'm just looking at the same view that there just was five minutes ago of these turquoise water and these beautiful drop off cliffs and just like the most magical place you've, you've yeah, ever nothing seen. Nothing quite like, like it. You've been there, Danny? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. So the amazing. Pacific, like just south of uh, Monterey, almost. Yeah. Minnesota. Just ride the highway the one. 
big old trees are out in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible yeah, redwood redwoods. forest, 180, and you're looking at the Pacific Ocean yeah, and these exactly. incredible cliffs. Exactly. That's and where so, I want to live. Yeah. yeah. I'm just staring, staring at this beautiful view, like endless beauty around me and just like at peace, you know? And uh, Alyssa, next thing you know from her phone is just actual screaming bloody murder you know um, screaming for a life she's pulling up the video of george floyd and and I, me like in this mass like daydream like looking at this beautiful planet and like i'm just hearing someone screaming for his life like right beside me coming out of this phone that i was like so happy to get away from um I, it was like what the hell is happening right now and you know, she couldn't take her eyes off it. And, you know, as soon as I stopped driving, I couldn't take my eyes off it either. And it's just crazy that like we have choices in life. And like those are those are the battles that we're picking right now is to like maybe he did forge a check. Like, who knows? A, you came, didn't even give him the trial. It mm -hmm. came like, back. It was a t real twenty dollar bill he used. They said it was a fake 20 and it was a real 20. Wait, is wow. it about twenty dollars? Yep. It was a, supposedly he, him and his friends used all use fake 20s and they were sitting outside the store. Like, why would you use a fake 20 and then to go sit outside the store for half an hour? Well, no, the whole thing that it comes down to is if one of us used it, we wouldn't have gotten the same treatment. No, not at all. Like, how do you even know he made it? Like, that's another even thing. Even if he did. Even yeah, who if cares? he did forge a check, go to court. That's why we have a system. Like, go live out the process and let the jury decide and maybe he goes to jail yeah that's the that wouldn't be the penalty you know it's like crazy. jail would be the penalty but the, but what he got maybe. wouldn't have been yeah what he what he got would not have been the penalty one of the things for me too is uh everyone's complaining about looting like oh why are you stealing from those people meanwhile jeff bezos has made 30 billion dollars during this pandemic mm -hmm. like who's that Jeff Bezos, Amazon? owner of Amazon. Oh, he's going to be a trillionaire. He's going to be a trillionaire in the next couple of years. Really? Trillion. Yep. Trillion. First one. The first one. one. Yep. That's he's crazy. on pace right now, like easily. Amazon to get, Prime. Whoa, he is killing like, it. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah, ordered like, so much shit in the last couple but legit, months. Yeah, he is killing every, every single other person. There's no <laughs> wow. one with a residence he's that doesn't it. have Amazon. Dude, he's Prime pillaging people insane. though. What's like, his name? Jeff Bezos. All right. You don't know anything about Jeff Bezos? Dude, he's a giant asshole. We're like outside the. You know, we're like outside the loop. He's time. like the world's biggest asshole. Really? Yeah. I mean, we're going to try to give him a run for his money. Uh, yeah, now. for sure. Amazon started out as a book company. Does OTB start out as a disc golf company? We so. could be yeah. the biggest assholes. Yeah. Come on. I'll be the biggest asshole. Nobody's talking about it and it pisses me off. <laughs> no, you, yeah, I, you definitely have to have a certain, um, you have to let go of certain things if you want to have a business like that, for sure. Like yeah. you guys couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. you gotta let go of morals. No, exactly, dude. Like when, as soon you as you get... take the leap, when you go, okay, yes, we are going to produce all our stuff in China for no money at all for all these people that are, you know, working sweatshops or Dude, it's even America, like the things they do to the workers in America, where it's just like work, work, yeah. work, work. Or they, so my friend worked at Amazon and he said that his, break his bathroom break was five minutes away but the bathroom closest to him was four minutes away <laughs> oh, what the... like, what? tell me how that works uh, you sprinting. get a five minute bathroom break sprinting, but they yeah. got it it takes That's eight crazy. minutes to get there and back like just at a massive warehouse yeah he's on the third story the bathroom's on the second story He's got to walk a half mile mm -hmm. half mile go down bathroom. an elevator or stairs go to the bathroom come back That's up crazy 
Yeah, that's been a real problem of ours is just finding places to go to the bathroom. That is a big problem with this pandemic for van life. I believe it. Starbucks Normally, it's super chill to just park in a grocery store and walk in. We, you know, we park at a grocery store, walk in and, um, you know, buy some groceries for the fridge and use the restroom. And, you know, three quarters of the grocery store restrooms are like closed now to the public. And it's just awkward and no one they're like why are you here you know and especially like the out-of-state thing when we're when we're out of state and they're just we just don't feel as welcome anymore as as we used to and it's 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 no one's fault you know we understand like it's just we we were like this system was like helping someone like us like navigate the country Mm because it was just so easy because which is what people should be doing. Travel the country. Mm-hmm. Go see different areas. Get outside of your comfort zone, outside yeah. of where you Dude, grew so up. so many people have never left their like city, let alone state. Yeah. Like, I can't even wait country. to travel again. That's unfortunate. It is. That's unfortunate. Dude, it's like, a I've beautiful t- country. That's it how is. you get lost in those things. Like I'm saying with my brother, like, yeah. what if he never gets out of the house? You're gonna yeah. take what him somewhere. Yeah, I think he Texas will. His whole just life. Plano, Texas. You're gonna just Plano, never, Texas. never sees Plano. anything. Paige else. is gonna take him on a trip to Estonia or For something. Sure. And sure, but the yeah. but the people like him. No, agreed. You I know, agree. Yeah. Dude, same. Like it's not. I'm lucky that my parent, my dad, is very conservative, very like Fox News regular guy. But he's also like the travel. Like I want to go go places. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go out here. So I was like able to. I went to Italy when I was younger. I went to Mexico a bunch of times. So I got to kind of see things and I became different just seeing things than him. But I'm like, there's a bunch of people that don't, their parents aren't like that. Their parents are like, yeah. insulated. This is, this is my area. Like I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's no new, new ideas, new mm-hmm. thoughts. Nope. And so the, the, the people that they become is just a cycle of the same thoughts and same input over and over again. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that. You know, they think that they're these special individuals that have these like strong values, but that's just all stuff from people that you've been hanging out with and the shit yeah. you've been reading and stuff, and it's not. Well, and to their credit, there there are a lot of good values there too. But yeah. it's you know, and, and fortunately too that we are in this age that that there is a mass of information, and so the the people that stay in just the same place now have access to be able to see a lot of different places, interact with people across the world. And it's the older generations that are maybe less likely to do that, but there's constantly phases of new generations. All of us are temporary here, but yeah. it's, I, I do think that there is at least a chance for people to, to get out of that now if they're willing and receptive to it. And it takes open-mindedness and there's a lot of closed-mindedness in this yeah. world right now mm-hmm. on both sides. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Dude, Mark has the best the best thing that's he's like what's going to happen is there's going to be a baby boom and like another psychedelic revolution after this he was saying this before all the like who said this mark um oh okay make gotcha. at the table baby boom because there's going to be there's so many more people locked people up in the house together yep. yep locked up in the house no, no, for nothing else to do. and then that he's also sense. psychedelic because people are so cooped up that they're not getting their like regular alcohol alcohol's obviously gone up but not to the bars you don't have the like that relationship there's like not as much like other types of illicit drugs like coke sales are down across the the world that's a shame 
Like it's super shame, big shame, man. <laughs> that's interesting. Just like drug sales are down across the world generally. That's interesting. Yeah, um, because people aren't moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. No, and they're not sense, partying, especially they're not partying and, stuff, and so and everything. Yeah, so he thinks that there's going to be like a psychedelic revolution almost, where people are going to start trying drugs again because they've been cooped up for so long. And like think about like the the '60s after the war, kind of similar. Well, and back to like you guys at Big Sur and being disconnected as, as many benefits as that has being connected, being disconnected and allowing you to delve inside yourself mm -hmm. and figure out a little bit more about what it is, you know, that, that makes you, you and what, what you enjoy. It's just a different version of that. Like to some degree, to some people that doing psychedelics is a way to find yourself if you don't have the time. Mm 